Hi, I'm Edward Sree, and welcome to All Things Catholic, where real faith meets real life. What's the real reason behind the increase in loneliness, anxiety, and sadness in the modern world? So many people experiencing so much stress and pressure, self-hatred and shame, especially among the younger generation. There's almost an inability to cope with life. Well, last week at the Focus Seat Conference, we had an amazing, amazing event there in St. Louis. But Monsignor James Shea, a good friend of mine who's the president of University of Mary up in Bismarck, he gave a wonderful talk in which he addressed this question. And in his keynote address, he talked about how, you know, we, we could answer that question and say, well, maybe it's because of our phones and devices and social media and the impact that has on the brain or how young people today are growing up in a very divided, polarized world. And maybe we need to have better access to mental health services. But then he paused and says, but sometimes, sometimes I just want to be able to give a different answer. And he explained how maybe the anxiety that so many young people experience today is the appropriate response to growing up in a world without God. In growing up in a secular age that has removed God from the modern age. We grow up in a world where everything is permitted and nothing is forgiven, he said. And he says anxiety and stress and sadness, that that would be an appropriate response when you grow up in a world without God. But then he turned to something even deeper. Monsignor Shea talked about how if there was a malicious person following you around who hates you and is trying to destroy you, that anxiety would be another appropriate response to that. And yet that is exactly what's happening if we could see our lives and see what's happening in the world with a true spiritual lens. Monsignor Shea quoted the, the great Christmas hymn, God Rest You Merry Gentlemen, and, and he really drew upon some key lines from that to remind us of our true story and what is the cause of our suffering, our loneliness, our sorrow, our depression, our anxiety. What's the real source here? Listen to the words of this great hymn, God Rest Ye Merry Gentlemen, Let Nothing You Dismay. Remember Christ our Savior was born on Christmas Day to save us all from Satan's power when we were gone astray. O tidings of comfort and joy, comfort and joy, O tidings of comfort and joy. Welcome to the All Things Catholic Podcast. I'm your host, Edward Sree, and I'm so excited to share with you some of the experiences we just had at the Seek 24 conference in St. Louis, where there were 24,000 college students gathered together, young people, adults, 24,000 people packing this former NFL football stadium, the big dome in downtown St. Louis. There were certainly many college students, young adults there. There also were many parish leaders participating in the Making Missionary Disciples track, 2,000 youth ministers, directors of religious education, RCIA directors, sacrament prep directors, and many lay volunteers leading small groups, men's groups, women's groups, Bible studies, all coming together to learn the art of evangelization and discipleship. There were 600 priests, more than 600 priests present, and 46 bishops. That's incredible to get 46 bishops to all come together to something that wasn't an event sponsored by the Pope or sponsored by the U.S. Bishops Conference was was just amazing. So thankful for our shepherds uh, who were there as a great witness for our young people. It was incredible. And, And to see 
how many people just fell down on their knees on Wednesday night at the, at the Eucharistic Adoration Night at this conference. They had a great night of adoration, and they processed with the Eucharist all around the stadium. 24,000 people falling on their knees, and you saw them go all over on the, on the ground level. And then they went up into the stands and went all around the stadium. It was just so moving. You just saw young people, one after another after another, just fall on their knees, bow their heads, and worship Jesus in the Eucharist. It was, it was incredible. Over 6,000 young people went to confession on that night. It was just, just an amazing, amazing event, seeing so much faith, the church coming together. But I think almost everyone who attended would say another great highlight of the Sikh conference was Monsignor James Shea's keynote address that he gave on Tuesday night. And during this address, he just spoke the truth to all the young people. He's, he told the story of our salvation. He told about the bad news that we are under Satan's power, the darkness of our sin and our lives and the hope then that we have in Jesus Christ. And, and it was, I think the keynotes were very well received one night after another, after another, but this is the one that stood out. This is the one where immediately as you were, as he was speaking and speaking these hard truths, you could have heard a pin drop. Everyone was so attentive, hanging on every word. And at the end, there was a, a, a just a, a incredible standing ovation. And it just reminds us that young people really, they don't, they don't want to be entertained. They want the truth. Their minds were made for the truth, to see reality clearly so they can follow God and his plan for their lives. And, and, that's, and that's what Monsignor Shea gave us. And I want to encourage you, you can listen to his talk. I'm going to summarize some key points here in today's podcast because I, I, I just want to, I, I want the world to know about this talk. But you can listen to this talk for free. All you have to do is go to seekreplay.com, seek, S-E-E-K, replay. Dot com and there you just sign in and you can you can get all of the the seek talks for free and and be able to listen to you know, people like Father Mike Schmitz and Chris Stefanik of uh, Father James Esrati, uh many other people uh, there were just amazing great talks uh, that you can get for free at seekreplay.com go there but the 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 top talk featured there I believe is Monsignor Shea's talk and you want to listen to that one that he gave on Tuesday night day 2 of the Seek conference all on the fall and it's all for free again seekreplay.com you need to listen to that talk now I'm going to just summarize this and I've summarized this story in many different settings you can find a very brief summary of of the story of our salvation in a book I wrote many years ago with Ignatius Press called Love Unveiled the Catholic Faith Explained it was a a book tied into the the Symbolon series uh, and in this book Love Unveiled chapter 3 I summarized the great story so if you want just a brief written text about this, you can look there. An even better presentation, a fuller book on this topic, you can check it out, is called The Christian Cosmic Narrative, The Deep History of the World. Monsignor Shea, in fact, I think narrates this book up at You Mary. They have a wonderful, a wonderful website with many great resources called Prime Matters, and you can listen to and read that entire book, The Christian Cosmic Narrative, The Deep History of the World. That's another resource uh, that you can turn to here. But the story he's getting us into is that is summed up in that line from that Christmas hymn, God rest ye merry gentlemen, that we have to remember Christ our Savior was born on Christmas Day to save us all from Satan's power when we were gone astray. That line there is not a line 
that many moderns like to think about or maybe even are aware of. Uh, and, and even us Christians, we sometimes forget that we have gone astray and find ourselves under Satan's power. What does that mean? We know that there was a fall. We know there's original sin. But Satan's power can have a hold on my life, can have a hold on my marriage, can have a hold on my friendships, my prayer life, all that I do, all that I think. Satan's power can, can enslave me? Really? Even Christians in our modern world forget this beautiful line that this is why Jesus came to save us from Satan's power, not just to teach us nice things, not just to help us be better people, not just to help us to love more. Yes, he does all those things, of course. But he came to save us all from Satan's power when we were gone astray. You see, our lives are caught up in a great story, in an epic drama, in a great struggle, a great battle that's been going on from the beginning of time. It's a battle between what John Paul II could call the culture of life and the culture of death, or what the early church father, St. Augustine, could call the city of God and the city of man. But it's rooted all the way back in the early pages of sacred scripture. It's the battle between the serpent and the woman and the woman's seed. It's the battle between Lucifer and God. And all of us are caught up in this drama. You see, before God created all of the visible world, the Bible tells us that God created first the heavens. He created the heavens and the earth. The heavens refers to uh, the, the spiritual realm, the invisible realm. He created the angels. And the most magnificent of all the angels, the one that was known as the shining one, this is, this is the shining one, the most brilliant, the most glorious, probably the most beautiful of the angels. His name was the shining one, which is translated Lucifer. But yet this angel did not see the goodness, the beauty that was given to him as a gift from God to be used to serve God's purposes. No, he saw it as something for himself. And he declared his independence from his creator which is the most insane thing to do, <laughs> to declare your independence from the one who created you, the one from whom you receive your existence. But yet this is what Lucifer did. He declared his independence from his creator. He rebelled against God. And he was so smart and brilliant and beautiful that he was able to seduce myriads and myriads, thousands and thousands of other angels to follow in his rebellion. He became known as the great deceiver. We call him Satan, the one who deceives the deceiver. And Lucifer, Satan, the deceiver, the one who rebelled against God, hated God, hated God's plan, and hates us. Satan saw God go on to create human persons. After creating all the, all the physical universe, he created it for these unique creatures that were both spiritual and material. They had a soul and a body. These creatures that were made and destined for such greatness. They were given an intellect, a mind to, to be able to, to reason, to see truth, and a will to choose. They were given great freedom to be able to choose to give their lives in love and service to the God that created them. 
They were made in God's very image and likeness. They were made for relationship with God, to share in God's life. This is why God brought them into existence, so he could share his love and his life with them. But Satan looked at them with envy and hatred, and he wanted to destroy them and destroy God's wonderful, marvelous plan for them, for their greatness, for their goodness, for their happiness. And he saw that if he could get man and woman to break their relationship with God, to go astray from God, to be isolated from God, then they would be susceptible, even more susceptible to his dark power ruling over them. And so what did he do? You know the story. You know the story of the temptation, but I want you to understand it, not with a a children's book image of what happened in the book of Genesis. I want us to understand just how tragic this was. This was the second greatest tragedy in the history of the world. The first one was, was, was Lucifer and his rebellion, the fall of the angels. Now it's the fall of man. What did Lucifer do? He went after our freedom. He went after our freedom. He targeted our free will, our desire for greatness, that God made us for greatness. He made us to share in his life. He made us for greatness. But Satan got us to think that we should do that apart from God. We should pursue our happiness, our desires apart from God. You don't need God. You don't need God. God isn't going to be the one to fulfill your desires. God stands in the way of your desires. He stands in the way of your happiness. He stands in the way of your greatness. The Catechism, Article 397, talks about this, that the first sin consisted in a lack of trust in God, man tempted by the devil. The devil got us to break our trust in God, our Heavenly Father who loves us, who wanted to bring us into existence so that he could share his love with us and abusing his freedom, disobeyed God's command. This is what man's first sin consisted of. And then all subsequent sin would be disobedience toward God and a lack of trust in his goodness. We didn't trust God. We didn't trust the Father. We thought that God was was in the way of our happiness. And so the devil seduced us tricked us into thinking that we need to use our freedom for our own purposes and not for God's. And as a result of this, we ended up joining his rebellion, declaring our own independence from our creator. And this is the second great tragedy in the history of the world. The fall of the angels was the first one. This is the fall of man. And now everything is turned upside down in the world, in the universe, and most of all, in our own souls. Our minds become clouded. We don't see truth clearly. We often fall into falsehood and delusions. We're not able to see the truth clearly to guide our lives toward our happiness as easily anymore. Our wills are weakened. It's not easy for us to choose the good. As St. Paul describes in his letter to the Romans, why is it that I, the good I want to do, I'm not able to do? And the thing I don't want to do, I find myself doing. We find ourselves with this noble desire to do something good sometimes, but we just can't do it. We don't do it consistently. We're, we're, we're falling into our own selfishness. We fall into sin so easily. And our emotions are all oftentimes taking over and our passions, getting us to go in so many different directions instead of living by the light of faith and by God's plan. Most of all, 
we have been cut off because of sin, because of our rebellion against God. We have been cut off from the source of life himself. And that's why we are under the reign of death. As human beings, we will all die. And we find ourselves slaves to a wicked spirit who hates us, who wants us to live in anxiety, to live in fear, to live in selfishness and isolation and loneliness. And this is the real reason. There are many problems in this world and we need to use our minds and come up with good government policies and come up with good practices in our homes and our communities and our parishes, of course, to to, to solve these problems. But the heart of all of our suffering in this world is because we find ourselves under Satan's power for we have gone astray. We long for goodness and we fall short. Monsignor Shea highlighted in his talk. We long for, for communion, but we find ourselves lonely. We long for love, but we find ourselves isolated and trapped in ourselves. And at the, at, at the end of his talk, and again, you need to listen to the talk. I'm giving you just brief highlights, the mountain peaks, the summaries, but you need to go to seekreplay.com and get the talk for free. You can listen to Monsignor's talk for free. You need to listen to this. Listen to this with your family. My family, it's, it's been so fun. We've been home for a couple of days after Seek, and my college kids have listened to it already multiple times. They told me their college student friends have been listening to it multiple times, and they've been sharing it with their families. I've seen uh, my my own little kids listening to this talk <laughs> multiple times. My, my little daughter, Kiara, can do an amazing imitation of this talk right now. Uh, she's listened to it and heard it in our household. It's such an amazing talk. Talk, go to seekreplay.com and you can listen to, to it yourself and get the fuller picture. I'm just presenting just, just, just some, a brief summary of some of the key points. You want to get the whole talk. But at the climax of his talk, he talked about how if we're feeling anxious and burdened and overwhelmed in life, if we ever have these lies in our head, you're no good, you're worthless, you're a complete failure. You're not worthy of love. If people knew what you did, if people knew who you really are, he talked about how if we have those experiences, we're, we are, we're, it's, it's a clear sign. We are under the influence and the lies of the devil, that there is a, a dark power at work in all of us that's stronger than us. And there is nothing Nothing that we can do on our own to break free. This is the truth at the heart of the Christian faith. It's the bad news that helps us understand the good news of the gospel. But we'll never appreciate the gospel of Jesus Christ if we don't appreciate the bad news. If I told you that there was a cure for some um, rare disease, that might be interesting and you might be thankful that that's out there, but unless you realized you had that rare disease yourself, realizing the cure would be less meaningful for you, which is why it's so important that we as Christians today must always go back to the basics of the story and remember how fallen we really are, how broken and wounded we really are, and how we are under Satan's power, for we have gone astray. We have to remember that. And this is, is the truth that there really is 
there really is a power at work in you that is stronger than you, Monsignor Shea highlighted at the climax of his talk. And there's nothing you can do to break free. But Christ came to save us all from Satan's power. He tricked the devil into killing him who is life himself. And Jesus, who is life himself, the way, the truth, and the life, he rose from the dead to break the bonds of death, to break the bonds of Satan's power, to free us from the hold he has over us. And he's given us his church to give us the teachings of the apostles so that we can see clearly the truth that we don't have to buy into the lies of the devil that lead us astray. And Monsignor Shea at the end of his talk reminded us that our sin is not the deepest part of us. It's not the entirety of the story. It is real. It's there. But, but the deeper truth is that God made us with a capacity for him, his very spirit to dwell within us, to live within us so that we can be changed, that we could be transformed, that we could be free, free from Satan's power, filled with Jesus's life through the teachings of the church guiding us, but then through the life of the sacraments and the liturgy, God comes to dwell within us so that we can be led by his spirit and not by the malicious spirit that wants our demise. That we are filled with the spirit that changes us, that transforms us into Christ's likeness from one degree of glory to another. This is the great story at the heart of our Catholic faith to appreciate the good news of the gospel, to appreciate the good news of how Jesus has come to set us free, we need to ponder regularly that we need to be set free. Why do we need to be set free? What is it that we need to be set free from? Who is it that is enslaving us? Let us be aware of the truth of our original sin, the truth of our joining in that rebellion of Satan, the truth of the ways that he has hold over us to be aware of that dark power that is there, but to never be afraid and to always have confidence in our Heavenly Father who sent his Son Jesus to free us and sent his Spirit into our hearts so that we can reign with Christ the King forever and ever. Amen. This is the good news of our faith, my friends. Go listen to Monsignor James Shea and his amazing talk that he gave on day two on Tuesday last week at the great Seek 24 conference, the Focus Conference. You can listen to this talk for free. You can go to seekreplay.com. Go to seekreplay.com and listen to his talk. And if you're blessed by any other talks, you can listen to those as well. But start with Monsignor Shea's. It's a beautiful, clear, succinct, inspiring presentation of the gospel message that will change your life. Be sure to listen to that. Thanks so much, my friends, for listening, and God bless.